have an army. We have a Hulk. to episode 106 of We Have a Hulk podcast, where we talk all things film, TV, and sometimes comic books. I'm your usual host, Nicola. And I'm your co-pilot, Chris. And what are we going to be talking about in this week's episode, then, Chris? Maybe a certain little Marvel A certain little superhero, maybe? Maybe. Yeah. We've got Home of the Hulks, where Mm -hmm. we'll be talking about the things that we've been up to and reading and doing and stuff like that. We've got our Captain Marvel review, which I think is what you were referring (laughs) to just then. I alluding to earlier, yes, that no one else will be reviewing at all. (laughs) (laughs) We are the only ones. Yes. We got our interview with Mark Jackson, who plays Isaac in the Orville, which, which is a show I love. Fantastic! Yeah, this been season. Great. Um, these last two episodes that we just watched. Yes, the amazing. K-Long. To do with the Kalon, yes, and Isaac specifically. He's just had a really great arc this season. Yeah, and you actually get to see Mark Jackson in the flesh. You do, which is season, nice. Which is cool. Yeah, we got our competition winner from last episode. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. <laughs> Black Panther bundle. Yes, and we're going to be announcing our new competition, which mm. is obviously Captain Marvel related. And we got our whole topics where we'll be talking about our favorite women in on-screen superhero properties. Yeah, so jam-packed episode. Jam-packed. Okay, so let's kick things off with At Home with the Hawks. What we've been doing, watching and reading the past two weeks, then, Chris. Very, very busy. <laughs> we've been very busy. Yes. Uh, big thing for me, I got made redundant. Oh, so. <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> By the way, guys, he's not sad about it, so don't comfort him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's very happy. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. Yeah. Basically, just long story short, they lost their largest client for design work. So they've decided to stop pitching for new clients for design work and... So they just decided to keep a couple of people on for internal stuff. And since I was already like working at home and I said I'd be kind of happy to go freelance and stuff like that, <laughs> yeah. they just made me redundant. Mm. So it's fine. They kind of screwed me over on my uh, notice period a little bit, but it's okay. I mean, they're still paying me to leave, so it's <laughs> yeah. fine. I mean, it's kind of good in a way, wasn't it? Because you felt a little bit like your uh, creativity was being sucked on a little bit. Yeah, maybe. I've been kind of, It's just so comfortable there that I've yeah, just been true. kind of staying for the, because I couldn't... <laughs> I mean, you've been there for eight years now, right? Right. So, yeah. <laughs> so... I just felt like I needed to, I felt like it was so comfortable that I couldn't leave. Yeah. Kind of so you needed a bit of a push. Really, <laughs> I needed a push. Yes. So and now he's a man of leisure for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to chill out for a while, okay? Yeah, I'm bringing home bacon. <laughs> As well, I say. you know, Captain Feminism. Marvel over here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just going to be a house husband, guys. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, so that's that. That was a big thing. We also went to an American God screening, which yes. is pretty cool. Thank yeah. you, Amazon Prime, for that opportunity. Thank you very much. Yeah, so it was the screening and it was also a Q&A. Yes, so we had the quick Q&A with the stars, Ian McShane. Mm-hmm. And, He's uh, hilarious. <laughs> Dead Wife and Shadow. Dead Wife, yes. Ricky Whittle and, and Emily Browning. Cool, yes. Very good. Yes, Enjoyed so that funny. One. Yeah. There's a guy behind me that was chewing, but otherwise it's good. <laughs> so yeah, we got to see the first two episodes of season two. Um, if you've read our review, we highly enjoyed it and would definitely recommend it if you're a fan of the first season. Definitely. Just so visually great. Just just stunning, I think. So colourful and yeah. visually exciting. And exactly. Some new places that you visit. Mm, and Very some new cool. gods, which is new pretty gods. cool. New old gods as well. <laughs> new old gods. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Mostly new old gods, yeah. actually. Um, we also saw Thriller in London. <laughs> Which was pretty bad, guys. (laughs) It was a little bit cruise ship cringe for our taste, wasn't it? Yeah, sorry. 
So it was sort of like, it, yeah, clap your hands, yeah, yeah. and then this side of the, yeah, which is not great. Like, if you're, <laughs> we're quite introverted, aren't we? So yeah. it's kind of a bit like, ah. Yeah, can we just <laughs> watch, please? Us, Don't yeah. include us. <laughs> we, did come, we did pay all this money to try and get involved, you know? <laughs> right, right. Well, I think the main thing is, like, recently we've seen, like, Hamilton and Harry mm. Potter, The Cursed Child. Very polished. Yes. Well-made performances. Uh, yeah, and yeah. whereas Thriller, we used to sort of a storyline aren't we mm. whereas that it was just mainly performances with dance yeah. numbers so yeah not one for us really i don't think but we got to sit in a box which was really fun it's definitely it's been on my um bucket list for a while so yeah, it was an experience yeah there was that what else we went to london with nicholas Pence to see a pre-recording of a new show new terrestrial tv show in the uk called all-star musicals <laughs> yes yes um hosted by john barrowman who was fabulous <laughs> he was so funny he's great interesting story for you guys he came on with these like really glittery gray shoes which were great uh and then the next minute he came on in just these black shoes and they were like they didn't like my shoes <laughs> which yeah, was after quite the sad. first take they were like, <laughs> yeah. change your shoes mate <laughs> maybe they were just a bit too distracting i don't know maybe. uh but yeah he was hilarious um also there were the stars of Disney's Aladdin doing a performance. Uh, so Genie and Aladdin, we were great. And there was a special guest, wasn't there? Yes, Kevin Clifton. Yeah, from, from uh, Strictly uh, Come Dancing. Strictly Come Dancing, yes. So yeah, that was a really great experience, I think. It was at the London Palladium, which I've always wanted to see. Uh, so that's where like the Royal Variety performance is. And we were right near the uh, the Royal Box where you know the Queen would be. Mm. So that was pretty cool. We're in viewing distance, I mean, anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, look out for us. I think it's uh, it's later on this month that it airs. So okay. we, we might be in the Yeah, so when, they, the when the Aladdin sequence comes on, have a look in the audience. When they, <laughs> look for they people show clapping. the audience at all. <laughs> yeah. They may not. <laughs> but we'll see. <laughs> True. What else do we do on that day? Uh, we went to like the House of Minimalisma or something. Minalima? Minalima. Yeah. Where it was like a Harry Potter kind of gallery. Well, they're the, uh, they're the sort of the graphic designers behind the visuals of harry potter right and they show a lot of the kind of designs and stuff uh, yeah. various documents and yeah like true so and... they they do a lot of the uh you know like the the daily bugle mm. designs as you said yeah. the marauders map they do a lot of the actual initial designs of like the time turner and yes. the deathly hallows necklace and stuff yeah. family trees family you know, trees they have those yeah. really cool that actually look like trees and they, they look kind of great branch yeah out. It's really good yeah and they did a lot of fantastic beast stuff which is kind of i think is new to to the the exhibition sure yeah and they have all these things as prints like high quality prints that have yeah. been carefully foiled and everything they look really great you the can buy like nice, the yeah. foiling is really cool actually <laughs> and you can buy each one for like 99 pounds or something like that wow <laughs> it's a bit expensive yeah. but they are really cool and i would recommend going to this place because yeah. it was definitely a really good it experience was. it's free as well um i think they do guided tours but it's about four floors of all these different arts and designs and stuff and um, they have a new i don't i wouldn't call it an exhibition but it's um you know all the stuff that ron's brothers you know they have the Weasley's oh yes something, something. <laughs> weasley's whizzes or whatever it is they have a they have the designs for that and some of the made up like sweets and things Things, which is yep. really fun um also i think the the building itself is really characterful because yes. uh, it's got like slanty stairs and things which is really cool slanty stairs like uneven floorboards yeah. <laughs> uneven walls it just, even it just feels very harry potter it's it got does. that kind of 
magical feel to yeah. it. Yeah, and I mean, up the stairs it has like I solemnly swear I'm up to no good. Yeah, and, and yeah. The, the letters, the Hogwarts letters, Hogwarts letters. Anyway. Yes, <laughs> it's just really yeah. If you're a huge fan, it's like round the corner from the Cursed Child play. Right, like literally two seconds away. Yeah, so, so if you go in there, definitely go check it out. Stop off. Yes. We also went to the Bond in Motion exhibition at the London Film Museum. Yeah. Which was very cool. It was. I mean, I think it's the largest collection of Bond cars uh, mm. ever exhibited. And it's it's really well done, actually. I mean, we're not huge, like, museum, museum-y people. Not really, no. But this, I, I thought was really good, how they did yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it's something that we identify with as a topic well, we yeah. like. Yeah. We like film, right? So <laughs> True. it helps. And it's Bond. It's not like ancient history or something. So, <laughs> yeah. Although I do kind of like ancient history. But never mind. Um, <laughs> just some really nice like cars and, and stuff. From Props like, and... Like the one from... Casino Royale. Casino Royale yeah. where he drove on the thing and then she was on the floor and then he'd flip the thing and then it like destroyed <laughs> okay, the car. Let me just uh, <laughs> break this down. So it was the DB9 uh, okay. that did that set the world record for the most spins in the film ever. Uh, fun okay. fact for you there fun fact. I think it was about nine trivia. or times yeah sorry, sorry. <laughs> you good. know you were like that thing that did the thing and did the thing <laughs> I'll just uh, clear that up for you yes yep. nice <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah we were with my parents and my dad is a huge fan so it was really nice to see him like super enjoying that yeah it was a good day okay what else uh, just a couple more things so we got our fascias and soffits done for our house yes so that's exciting that's tick. something else sticks off the thing and then Nicola went to her friend's baby shower Yes. Which was better than I imagined. You know, sometimes where you're like, oh, because I don't know, if, if you've been following the podcast for a while, you know, we're not really huge kitty people. Right. Uh, so when I heard, we, well, when I started arranging this baby shower, I was like, oh, it's going to be awful. We're going to do that poop game and it's going to be terrible. <laughs> and you know, when you kind of work yourself up to it and you're like, oh, I really don't want to do this. I feel like you should explain the poop game. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Was that awful? <laughs> so, okay. What the game, the game is like, can I just say baby showers are super American as well? Yeah, so yeah. it's weird that we're just like doing them just here. Adopt everything that yeah. from America now. Okay, so explanation. <laughs> the poop game. So what the the whole idea is you get nappies and you fill them full of um like food that has been in the microwave. Microwaved food goods. Yeah, so it's like Cadbury's cream eggs, it's like pesto, it's like just things that will re- resemble baby poop. <laughs> oh god. And then you have to smell them and kind of figure out what what they are and it, oh, when I played this for the first time I was just like gagging the whole entire time. Oh god. Time. It just sounds Thankfully, awful. we didn't play it though, so that was good. <laughs> Well, there you go then. Yes, success. Success. <laughs> Good. Let's move on, shall we? Right. Watching TV. We'll just run through these quickly, but The Orville. Still loving this show. Oh, so good. Just saw the two-parter about Isaac and the Kalon and everything. Really good. Would recommend if you yes. haven't seen any of this. Please do watch this if you're a Star Trek fan. Yes. And check out our interview with Mark Jackson, who plays Isaac later in the episode. <laughs> plug, Thank you plug, very much. <laughs> <laughs> Star Trek Discovery Season 2. We've seen a couple of eps since last time. Episode 7 was a bit of a problem for me. I feel like it's gone two sets back again. Like I was really enjoying the rest of the season. But it just had some issues for me, like with writing and direction and maybe even editing as well. <laughs> right. um, they sent in a shuttle to send in a probe to a time thing. And it was just like, well, why, why, why not just yeah. send the probe? Or if it's a distance problem, then send a probe and then send another probe probe why send in a shuttle with two people in it yeah i just don't i don't get that because star trek (laughs) no it should make sense it should be sensible you know um it had problems with exposition as well like saru would suddenly get up and start explaining what's going on and it was just like uh 
what no just do it properly tell it like tell the story don't don't <laughs> yeah. just tell us what's going on yeah and and it's annoying to me that everything seems to be linked to tardigrade dna somehow like the marcellio network is the big thing that they have going on isn't it and it's like yeah. they want to link it to everything and it's kind of like oh don't please stop now <laughs> yeah. but yes the other episode was all right <laughs> with um spock and everything yeah so yeah it's it's a bit forward and backwards for me yeah it was um it was interesting that they linked it back to the original series with pike yeah i enjoyed that there was like a weird intro wasn't there with like the actual original because i remember seeing that episode with the crazy like alien big head things (laughs) and the lady and everything yeah yeah i think that was really good so it is it's very strange Mm. it's i feel like they just need to develop some consistency or something (laughs) yes they need to tone it yeah, they need to work it. out exactly. <laughs> they need a they need a Marvel style checklist. They do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which we will come to later in the episode. Yes. Deadly class? Yes, loving this. So good. Yeah, so we had one episode where it was like serial killer versus serial killer. <laughs> yeah, which is interesting. Which was fun. It was yeah, good. it was fun. We are definitely behind on one, which we'll probably watch later. That's cool. Yeah. But yeah, really loving this. I watched another Gold Rush, so that's a thing. New Amsterdam. <laughs> yes, yeah, really fond of this show, actually. It's definitely not the one that I'd usually watch, but yeah, yeah I do really enjoy watching it. I normally watch it before work when I'm eating my cereal, cool. when, when you're not around. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm not around, yes. sure. Yeah. Passage? Yes, yeah, I just watched episode seven. So again, I'm a behind on one, but this isn't one you watch, so I have to kind of try and schedule it in at some point. <laughs> <laughs> sure. uh, so yeah, I'm really loving this. I think it's great. Um, the last episode I watched was a little bit boring right up until, you know, the last moment, and then you're like... <gasps> oh, man, <I> <laughs> one of those ones. I know, yeah. I was like... Um, but yeah, quite interesting. All filler right to the end. Yes. <laughs> Gifted? Gifted, yes. Finally finished the season. I am a bit worried it's not going to get renewed, though. Uh, but a really good finale. But it's one of those shows where uh, the first half is really good and they're really building up, up to something. Um, and then nothing really happens for a while after that. And then okay. and then it happens at the end and you're like, yeah. oh, <laughs> why couldn't have you have just done it the whole way through sort yeah. of thing? Yeah, but some really great actors in this. So it would be a real shame because um, the guy from True Blood, he love is in it. Mm. And uh, Emma Dumont's really great. Blair Redford. Um, so yeah, it would be a shame if they killed it. Not killed it, you know. Cancelled it. Axed it. Axed it, yes. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. What about Arrow and Flash? Yeah, so Flash was back. This was this was a really good episode. I really liked it. It was a bit more fun than the usual one at the moment. Uh, so it was King Shark versus Gorilla Grodd. Oh, God. Which, yeah, <laughs> you're sounds... Initially, like, oh. I'm zoning out, really. <laughs> yeah. I really enjoyed it anyway. Arrow is is really great at the moment, actually. But they've just announced that it's ending after yeah, the next that. season, which Daniel. will be season eight, which is shocking, but not not surprising if that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's only so many seasons you can get, right? So, unless you're supernatural. Unless you're supernatural. <laughs> yeah, which sorry. Still be it should honestly. Be so. <laughs> no. uh, what about Afterlife? We just watched one of those. Yes. So this is the new Ricky Gervais Netflix show. Yep. I'm going to say now, I'm not a huge Ricky Gervais fan, but I'm really liking the show. I think it's interesting. So his wife has just died from terminal cancer. Right. And he's finding it kind of hard to deal with this. Yeah. He's developed a very dark humor where he keeps... Yes. <laughs> it's, not, it's not even that. Like he's actually suicidal. Yeah, and he's been a bit of a dick to everybody else. He's just kind of saying what he wants to say because he thinks, fuck it, sort of thing. Right. But it's kind of interesting. Yeah, I I kind of enjoyed it. I I might watch some more and see what... And the dog is great. (laughs) Yeah. The one thing I do like about Ricky Gervais is he's using his platform to help, like 
animal charities and stuff yes, like that, which yes. is very cool. But I like him anyway, so whatever. <laughs> True. Um, Fleabag, we watched one episode of that. We did. So this is Phoebe, I want to say Phoebe Taylor-Jones, but I'm not quite sure that's her last. Phoebe Waller? Phoebe Waltz? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh dear. Um, yeah, the lady who wrote Killing Eve, uh, which has just completely blown up, hasn't it, Killing Eve? Mm. I know you haven't watched it yet, but I think it's definitely worth okay. a watch. Interesting. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, but this, this is a kind of bold tv show it's a bit out there um it's very deadpool-esque she kind of breaks the fourth wall entirely doesn't she um and it's it's just weird that someone um pleasuring themselves to obama (laughs) yeah uh she's just a bit of a mess really isn't she i think she's kind of hit her 30s and she's like what am i doing with my life which a lot of people you know feel that way and it's interesting to see it from like a women's perspective because yeah uh, and it's kind of weird kind of because she and her sister are like feminists (laughs) but But bad feminists feminists (laughs) kind of thing which is yeah it's just interesting yeah there was this interesting question because they were at a talk weren't they and this lady said would you give up five years of your life to have the perfect body yeah and no one put their hands up and straight away both of them did (laughs) and then they were like oh okay let's put that down Yeah, so yeah. an interesting first episode. I think I will watch more because there's um, the second season's just kind of been announced and it's coming back soon. Mm. But yeah, also Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol, yes, yeah. episode three. I completely forgot about that one, but that was a really good episode. <laughs> yeah. I... I'm confused about this show as well. <laughs> okay. Because you initially loved the first episode. Yeah. The second one you were a bit hesitant about. It was really silly. And, I, and then the like, third oh. one was really good. Really good. It had a lot of um, kind of Nazi references and stuff. <laughs> yes. And like a weird puppet show and everything. Yeah, that was bizarre. I mean, it's turned the dial up to like 13, hasn't it? I mean, yeah. normally it's like 11. But I felt like it worked. I feel like it was good. It wasn't yes. overly silly it was, True. Little, it was a little bit silly but it was, <laughs> yeah i guess everyone has their line at a different place True. Like but i loved i loved the backstory of negative man i thought that was great yeah. and and matt bohm is just fantastic so yes it was great also in episode four one of your favorite actors isn't it mark shepherd mm. did you know this no we will watch that one we will watch that later <laughs> You watched the rugby? I did, yay! <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, England versus Wales is always awful match to watch because it's like this huge grudge match. So we lost last time. So it was great to see England coming back. I know it was Italy and they haven't won a match in however knows who long. <laughs> but yeah, it was great to see this. I really enjoyed it. It was really good. Woo! Yay! And last thing, <laughs> I started watching Marigold Hotel on tour. It's where these like <laughs> yeah. older celebrities go around the world and they see whether they could retire in various places it's just quite charming i like it yeah i mean previously they've been to like your, your standard ones like india yeah but this season there's kind of a, a bit more interesting because they're kind of exploring different places like yeah. argentina russia, russia of all yeah. places uh would you recommend russia to I'm retire not sure i would retire there but you know <laughs> to each their yeah, own so true. fair play let's move on to film shall we okay obviously captain marvel <laughs> Obs. Yeah. Uh, fighting with my family yes so yeah this is by Stephen merchant and at our office yes and Dwayne the rock johnson <laughs> what a weird pairing right know, how did that strange, happen yeah, i'm whatever. sure my mum said Good. that the rock um approached Stephen merchant to do this it's interesting isn't it how do they know each other must have very weird uh but yeah this was all about Paige, wasn't it so the uh, wwf wrestler yeah wwe Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did you think about this one? I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a nice heartwarming tale. Yeah. Um, 
quite down to earth and stuff. It was very English, like uh, <laughs> yeah. all very these like, housing and... estates, very grey <laughs> yeah, and everything. Very chubby. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but some great performances. I loved Nick Frost in this. I thought it was great. And Lena Headey. Just so yeah, weird yeah. to see a not Cersei. <laughs> yeah, and they both, right? they both did that so well, honestly. Yeah. So that was cool. Yeah, yeah. And we also watched Isn't It Romantic with Rebel Wilson. And also Liam Hemsworth. <laughs> Yeah. Which is odd. Yeah, this was a weird one, wasn't it? So this is um, a new Netflix original film, right. I believe. It's like a romantic comedy where the protagonist doesn't believe in romantic, romantic comedy. comedies. <laughs> it's almost a parody, but a also parody sort of embraces And I really it. like the concept of it. Like, yeah. It speaks to me. But then in the end, it just kind of seemed like it became a romantic comedy. <laughs> so true. then it just kind of... It kind of Im- defeated its yeah, own arguments, it kind of thing. They were pointing out all the, you know, the generic tropes involved yeah. romantic comedies, but then it kind of fell into them right at the yeah. end. And you're like, huh, what are you trying to say? Yeah, what is the message here? <laughs> yeah. We should all, yeah, anyway. Over, it was anyway. just a weird one because, ah. Uh, I mean, it was really funny, but then it was really cringy and I didn't know how to feel about it. Yeah, I'm still not really sure. I, I, I enjoyed it. I think it was fun. Yeah. But, okay. And listening, we also listened to Nurse Chatting, the music of superheroes mm-hmm. and Jack and the Geese Talk, talking about Arrival. Good, let's move on <laughs> to our Captain Marvel review. So you're not from around here. It's hard to explain. I keep having these memories. I see flashes. I think I had a life here. But I can't tell if it's real. So the latest addition to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Captain Marvel, flew into UK cinemas on the 8th of March. This film was directed by Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck, and the synopsis is, Carol Danvers becomes one of the universe's most powerful heroes when Earth is caught in the middle of a galactic war between two alien races. <laughs> so Chris, what were your initial thoughts coming in and out on the film? Right, going in, there's a bit of a recurring theme here, but I didn't know much about it. Except that <laughs> right. um, she's obviously very powerful, given what happened in Infinity War. Mm-hmm. And I knew there was some controversy about it, but I didn't really know why. Okay, uh, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, it took a while to get into it for me. Fair enough. Because I was very tired because of the day before we had a long day. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So I was kind of dozing off at the start, actually. <gasps> Chris! <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's my fault. Um, once I got into it, it was really good. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay, so um, my initial thoughts going in and out. Super excited for this film. Marvel has some fantastic female superheroes, but they haven't had a female-centric one yet, like led by a female-centric superhero. But then the backlash happened on Twitter. (laughs) So the whole thing was Brie Larson said she wanted a more equal and diverse set of people in the press tour, like in the press junkets and things. So more women and POC people. Um, And then trolls have been affecting the Rotten Tomato score because they were basically saying she has a thing against white men. (laughs) So it's like, really, guys, come on. That's ridiculous, isn't it? Maybe it's because she's challenging the whole, you know... The status quo. Mm, Yes, indeed. And there's also been this whole Shazam versus Captain Marvel thing, just because, you know, Shazam was originally called Captain Marvel way back when. Yeah, I think that's such old news, though. I know, it's ridiculous. Centuries ago. Yeah, come on, guys, just just get over it, you know? (laughs) Decades ago, certainly. Um, Yeah, the whole thing about the press thing, uh, yeah, I do understand that questioning the status quo thing mm-hmm. and it's difficult isn't it you want you want the bright people for the job 
but you want them to be diverse as well. But you can't have them just diverse for the sake of being diverse if they're no good. <laughs> so right. it's like, yeah, I don't know. Something has to change probably. Yeah, so. definitely. Okay. Anyway, coming out, <laughs> um, I absolutely love this. I thought for me it was a really powerful film. Um, yes, it's possibly not the best Marvel film ever, um, but it was important and definitely for like young young girls and young women i think yes i mean right at the end of our showing there was a young girl running around (laughs) pretending she was a superhero which was really nice to see actually it's nice to see it is really nice to see you know that at least her was that's not correct english (laughs) at least least she was uh inspired That, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you were looking for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's do that. <laughs> right. I'm um, also going to mention that Stanley tribute. Oh, oh man. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I turned to you I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, oh. it's a shame that because we went to see it, I think, the four o'clock showing because um, I finished half day on a Friday and we thought we might as well go and it's a little bit quieter and the, the annoying Friday night crowd aren't there. But then again, there wasn't that many people and I felt like it kind of deserved a bit more of a yeah, like reception maybe. because a lot of the things I've been reading on Twitter, people have been like clapping and stuff, especially with the Stan wow. Lee thing. And I was like, oh, I would have loved that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hadn't actually considered that, but yeah. Yeah, so maybe point. the audience kind of reception and participation kind of plays into it quite I mean a that's bit. one of the big reasons to go to the cinema isn't it I guess yeah, is that is true. to get that kind of community feel yeah anyway so let's kick things off with characters and performances so what did you think across the board then Chris so Brie Larson mm. I thought she was a great choice as Captain Marvel I remember questioning her casting okay. like internally <laughs> right when I heard <laughs> but I think context is a powerful powerful <laughs> <laughs> I think context is a very powerful thing mm-hmm. and it's a very important thing. Okay. And it all makes sense given her history, I think. Right. Okay. I mean, if you've been following our social media, like on Twitter, you've seen the um, just the crazy workout she's been doing to kind of build herself up to become mm. Captain Marvel. But I mean, the character's history. Okay. Right. Yep. Um, she feels really real. Yes. And she's clearly attractive, but she's not overly sexualized in yeah, a way like which... many of the other <laughs> Wonder Woman <laughs> yeah. as much as I love Wonder Woman yeah. I'll just say that now Yeah. before anyone says anything about to me <laughs> yes I think I think this is a more good role model yeah. maybe um, it's also nice to see that she was sort of bold and successful before she was Captain Marvel you know yeah. it wasn't like that she was just born that way or she, she kind of earned it in a way yeah. In a sense, yeah. in a sense, or at least she was, she was already a powerful character mm. in a way. She already had good intentions, and yeah, yeah. It's a, that it sends the right message. It does, in yeah. my opinion. Mm. So that's <laughs> so yes. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Yeah, I I kind of found a little bit grating at the start. I don't know about you, but really kind of really grew to like her um, yeah. uh, on the Kree uh, planet when she was part of the the Kree Star Force. She was a bit irritating. But yeah, she, um, yeah, she really kind of grew into it, and I really liked that. Um, I thought her relationship with Nick Fury was fantastic as well, and yes. to see that kind of blossom was really nice because she could have left him. Like there was a scene where they were in like a warehouse, and she she was running off. He was being chased by Shield, and she actually went back to help him. And I was like, oh, 
okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, same as you. Uh, I loved how she didn't have a main like love interest, as in you know Wonder Woman. There was Steve Trevor. Yeah. This it was just all about her, which was fantastic. She wasn't, as you said, over sexualized. She wore like a full length suit, right. and um, yeah, and also loved the line she said one I think later on in the film where she said, "I don't have to prove anything to you," which was mm. really really good. And I just yeah. loved how it was about her like discovering herself and her power and like embracing her humanity and things and it was it was really good <laughs> yeah i did feel like some of those moments where she said that kind of thing mm. it was very obvious the message was very on yeah. the nose and <laughs> okay. it kind of takes me out of it a little bit but i am aware that's not for me yeah so it's that's for okay which is really nice yeah 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 possibly a little bit too powerful though maybe <laughs> A little bit too powerful. Interesting. Mm, she'd Interesting. be bumped up a little bit, I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, there are others. Yeah, true. Can Maybe. I just point out the fact that I don't actually like a character in the comics, which is interesting. Mm. Because um, if you've read Civil War 2, she's just awful. Really? <laughs> so to see her okay. in this variation, I think Brie Larson did it really well. And I actually really sympathised with her and kind of really aligned to her. So I think, yeah, the character characterization and portrayal is really good. Good. Okay. Samuel L. Jackson is Nick Fury. Well, great performance, as you'd expect <laughs> as <from> usual. <laughs> Samuel L. J. Yeah, I really like that Fury was so laid back and everything yeah you know, he it was, was much nice more chill see. i mean he's always fairly chill but <laughs> he was quite optimistic as well like he had a yes. very just optimistic and outlook and light-hearted look at everything yeah. which i liked a lot i really liked the kind of right at the start when we first met him he had this kind of almost buddy cop feeling with him and uh, clark greggs coulson Mm. Like they were yeah, yeah, yeah. in the car and it was like buddy cop with the music. And I was like, oh, I really like this. Really getting into it sort of <laughs> I like thing. The vibe. Sure, yeah, 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 I'm liking this vibe. Yeah, I just, it was great to see him like at the start of his sort of career as well in, mm. in S.H.I.E.L.D., which was kind of interesting. And to see the kind of progression <laughs> to becoming the the man we all know now. Um, also very interesting to see how the whole eye patch thing happened, mm. which I'm not going to talk too much about. But yeah, that was kind of interesting. Yeah, they kept kind of hinting at it and yeah. then we finally found out the reason and mm. it's it's, uh, it's, fun. it's fun it's yeah it's kind of interesting yeah mm. I like it. but yeah i think he had two great he had two great relationships so him and carol danvers relationship was great and his and goose's relationship was great i really yeah. love those two i thought they were great 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 so <laughs> next up Ben Mandelson. Yes. Who was Keller. Yeah, really great character. I like that he wasn't just straight up bad guy. Yeah, really great character. It's not as clear cut as you would think. Mm -hmm. And, you know, everything makes sense in context. I'm not going to say too much. Yeah. I don't want to give too much away, but yeah. What, you, what do you think of Ben Mendelsohn? <laughs> that's pretty much all we can yeah, say. Yeah, that's all we can say. <laughs> yeah. Jude Law? Um, mm. Yeah. Um, pretty much just typical Jude Law, right? <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, that's pretty much all I put. Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, he was probably the most clear-cut and uncomplicated character in it. Uh, yeah. Really. Next. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, Annette Benning as Dr. Wendy Lawson. Also can't talk about much about oh, this character. Oh, man. <laughs> Wow. It's, uh, it's, it's, difficult. A, it's difficult. She was very good, though, performance-wise, I thought. Yeah, and very powerful character. Yes. For some of the same reasons as Brie Larson. Yes. So let's go okay, with that. Okay, next. <laughs> next. <laughs> Someone we can talk about, Lashana Lynch as yes. Rhea Rambo. Rambo? Rambo? Oh, I'm sorry, I can't say her name. Uh, yeah, she was also in the... the... Air Force, I guess. Yes. Yeah? Yeah, it felt very Top Gun. Pegasus something. Pegasus, yeah. What did you think of this character? Yeah, I thought she was great. It's, it's good to have like a role model in there that isn't, that doesn't have superpowers and stuff. Yeah, that you is know, true. She's just a, she's a human. Yeah. 
but she's clearly a very talented, talented, high-reaching lady. Yep, with so a, an amazing daughter as well. Love the character. Would have, would have liked seen a little bit more, possibly. Um, I think I think she she performed her role well, and I didn't think we needed much more there. Maybe a little bit. Okay, maybe a little bit more <laughs> maybe history or something. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we also had um, some familiar faces like Korath, Ronin, and Agent Coulson in there, which was a nice yeah, nice sort to see of Agent time. Coulson again. Yeah, I love Coulson. I, I really want to see him. I mean, I like Agents of Shield, but it's not the same as seeing him not, actually no. in the films, is and it? True. Yeah. I gotta watch it. I gotta watch Avengers again. He was so good in that. I just want to say, Goose was great as well. Goose yeah. was great. Okay, story. So obviously, the character was introduced in the post-credit scene of Infinity War. Indeed. With the whole pager thing, so it's kind of been building up to. This is like the main hope for their chance to defeat Thanos, right? Indeed. So I felt like the story had kind of a bit of a big build-up. So it had to have, you know, the origin setting. But a lot of people do actually moan about, you know, origins and that kind of thing. Yes. Because like Spider-Man and like Batman, we all know the origins of their tales. Yes, we've seen them so many times at this yes. point. Uh, and Marvel do do origins quite a lot, obviously, because they've had a lot of characters being introduced. But I feel like they did this in a very sort of individual way. I mean, as well, it's the first time for this character, so yeah. that's significant. That is true. <laughs> and and like you said, um, you didn't really know too much about the character anyway. Right. So it's very interesting. Um, I knew her, as I said, from the comics. Didn't really like her, but it was interesting to see it kind of done in a different way. Because, uh, you know, Doctor Strange, it, it's very linear. It's very, he was a doctor, he had an accident, then he, he went to, I want to say Kunlun, but it's not, that's, that's Iron Fist. <laughs> Sure. Um, yeah, he he went into this training. Whereas this, it does it does time hop, doesn't it? Um, it's very it's a very interesting way they've done it because it starts as she's a Kree warrior, but she doesn't remember her past. There's right. something the there. whole memory thing the whole, playing on yes, that, and exactly. they're going back and forth. And it's like linear, but it's it's not contiguous, so it's jumping around. Yes, which I feel like is a really interesting way to do it. Yeah. And I kind of like that. And and you're kind of finding out at the same time as her, which is really interesting. Yeah, agreed. There's not many threads, but that seems okay in this case because the main storyline is powerful enough, you know? Yes, definitely. It does tick most of the Marvel boxes, though, as as you... I mean, they they do have a formula and obviously it works because... Yeah, I think they literally have a checklist of, like, scenes that they need to include. (laughs) Yes, yeah. Like, the the new one, I feel, in this one is, like, the Neo... (laughs) Uh, True. He's starting to believe moment, and they definitely included that one. Yeah. Same as Aquaman did. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Also, superhero landing. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. I don't know whether she did a superhero landing, uh, but I feel like you have to say that in every Marvel film now. Yeah, I'm right? sure there was some. I'm sure, I'm sure there was, there was one. I liked the way they did this in a bit of a different style, like Guardians in a, in a way. Mm. Um, it was you know 90s setting, so you had you know blockbuster and all of yeah. that kind of cool vibe going sure, on. Sure, sure. We also had like more of a buddy cop thing as well yes with nick fury and agent colton yes yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but she definitely earned her moment though right yeah definitely that was great definitely. um also got to see more of the scroll and Cree war which has been teased in like Iron of the galaxy but marvel had never really dived into that so it was interesting to get sort of a, a, a glimpse but there could have been more really yes, couldn't it was there? just a glimpse yes um i did think it was great as well but i would have loved some more story on it because i don't don't really understand the conflict at all yeah as an outsider um, okay. certainly yeah 
And I feel like these are very, these films tend to be very mainstream, right? Yes. They're for the mainstream audience. And so I would have liked a little bit more of an explanation. Yes. But Um, also, sorry, just quickly talking about Skulls and Cree, possibly not the most comic accurate with like representation, which is interesting to see them kind of go in a different way, maybe. Okay, interesting, interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, I have no idea. So <laughs> <laughs> I really like the idea of the supreme intelligence and Cree yes. and everything. Yes, and that, that was really interesting. They seem like a bit of a band of misfits. Like they don't, they're not from one race. Uh, yeah. They're, they're like, I don't know how it works, but it's, I want to know, you know? Why <laughs> tell didn't you me tell more. me? Yeah. Um, I just feel like there's a gold mine there, but obviously we'll find out at a later date. So yes. that's fine. That's fine. Um, also very nicely connected to the other MCU films. So we've got the Guardians of the Galaxy connection, also the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. connection. So it does bring it together quite nicely, I thought. Yes. Yes. But maybe confuses the timeline, possibly, question mark. Not going into mm, it. <laughs> I'm not convinced But Chris about is not that, convinced. Maybe, maybe. But when you've seen it, please do let us know what you think, because it'll be good to have a conversation about that. Yeah, and then at the end, it was just so powerful, you know, like yes. her thing. <laughs> don't want to say <laughs> her too neo much. moment, as you her said. Her neo moment. Yes. And um, just, she's just a one-man army, isn't she, really? And yeah. I feel like they managed to get the threat in there as well. Like, I feel like that's something they failed to do a little bit in Black Panther. maybe yeah like the scale wasn't quite there right but here it was very short but it was they had the scale in there it was like there's this this shit is about to get real (laughs) so you need to do something yeah kind of intergalactic yeah yes yes okay good okay so yep visuals and soundtrack bass visuals Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> so yeah, the first 20 minutes or so, um, very sort of Guardians of the Galaxy-esque. So you had um, like the uh, the Krees exploring different planets and things, mm. which was really cool. I really like that. They also had the same sort of visuals when they went to the different planets, Guardians. Right. They had the name of the Yeah, and, and what and section like yep. or whatever it was from. Consistency. That's yes, good. That is I guess. good. Yeah, yes. sure. <laughs> so what did you think of the visual effects on the whole? I love the de-aging. Yes, so good. Marvel have this down really, really well. Like, I've never seen anyone else do de-aging that well. It's never been convincing to me in the past, but... Tony Stark in the previous exactly. film. That yep. was amazing as well. Yeah. Also in Ant-Man, uh, you know... Uh, Pim, Pim. Yes, Pim, yes, Pim, him. Pim, yeah, they Pim, do Pim, him Pim. really well. <laughs> they Pim, do Pim. him really well. They do him really well, sure. <laughs> yes, but um, yeah, Samuel L. Jackson, he is 70. How have they done this? It's just very well done, I think. Yes, yes. definitely. And Coulson as well. It was, convi- it was convincing. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was sold. Flogan. Very, very good. Yeah. It looked a bit obviously CGI in its initial form. <laughs> but how, how? it's hard to kind of, how would you do that not? No, but I mean, just in its initial quite mund- mundane form. Oh, okay. Form, I see. I see. Certain yep. times okay. it <laughs> yes. looked quite obviously CGI. Yeah. I, I kind of liked it. Though. Yeah, I liked <laughs> yeah. it. I did like it. Um, costumes. Costumes yeah. are great. Mm-hmm. Um, also the practical effects with the scroll. What did you think about that? They were sort of Star Trekky because mm. um, they used pretty much just makeup and prosthetics with them, actually, which was yeah, it was interesting cool. to see. Yeah. yeah, it's nice. I really like that when they mix it up because yeah. it can be too much when you just CGI everything, can't it? So yes, um, because they do sort of fall into that category a lot. <laughs> Marvel films, and no offense to them, because obviously we huge fans here, mm. uh, but primarily with like with Guardians of the Galaxy two, it's when they have the big boss battle at the end. Mm. They they do sort of really splurge on the visual effects, don't they? And yeah. I thought Captain Marvel effects were fantastic, but then the ending was quite CGI heavy and almost a bit game like. 
Really? Okay. I, feel, I do feel like Marvel <laughs> do CGI very well. Like they, they do. They, yeah, they, fair they play. The, they put the money into they it do. and they make yeah. it look really good. So generally it's okay. A lot of films, they just don't look convincing at all, you know? But in this case, other was good. Okay, good. That's all that matters. <laughs> um, I liked the hair effect on her though. I thought that was great. Yeah, when she kind of went Super Saiyan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's literally, that's literally the thing. Yeah. Right? Also seeing all the 90s setting, I thought that was great, as I mentioned previously. So like Blockbuster, we had the Game Boys, we had the huge computers. Oh man, that was great. Watching <laughs> that was it great. like watching what was them the all load. About loading. Yeah. That, that, was <laughs> that was really it was interesting funny. that it was C D though, not like Yeah, a floppy not a floppy disk. disk which... I guess they just thought modern kids probably wouldn't True. Even know what a floppy disk like, is at this point. This? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just another thing, flight sequences. That was good. Yeah, they were really, really well done, I thought. Especially with Lashana Lynch. Maria Rambo. Yes. Right? I really like that. Yeah. It's just very, it's nice to see an otherwise normal character doing yeah, that is true. superhuman involved. things practically. <laughs> yeah. So that was cool. Exactly. Yes. Just one last thing I'd okay. like to say, which is very colourful again, once very, again, which I yes. like. Good. Yes. yes. Soundtrack. Okay, soundtrack. Great soundtrack. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Amazing 90s sort of iconic songs and stuff because i was sitting there and i was like where is nirvana and then it came <laughs> on and i was like yeah <laughs> yeah i think marvel tends to license already well-liked songs for yeah. their soundtracks i think it's just to kind of it's one of their kind of checklist things it, it is, avoids yeah. them making something which they don't know is going to be liked <laughs> true and just picking something that is already liked kind of thing which yeah. is quite clever in a way definitely i mean with guardians you, you have to live up to that yeah, like yeah. high sort of quality with the soundtracks now i think yeah, and maybe, and i think yeah. they did this really well i mean they had nirvana come as you are uh no doubt i'm just a girl which was possibly on the nose a little, <laughs> yeah, bit. A little bit on the nose, but i like it I <laughs> yeah like it. you had um rem man on the moon all saints don't go chasing waterfalls um whole celebrity skin which i really i really like that bit that was that was great so yeah, yeah really great soundtrack also it helps the... me connect because like often with a new just a score type yeah. thing i don't really it takes me a while to connect i need to watch it a few times to yeah. connect with that so i like that i already know the songs it kind of helps <laughs> True. You know? yeah and i think this the score was really great as well not that you probably no no <laughs> no sorry <laughs> okay so shall we quickly dive into spoiler territory um i okay. think we pretty much uh, pretty much left it spoiler free so far so try to we, we try apologies <laughs> if we failed yes. uh but yeah spoiler warning here we would well i would highly recommend going and see this film i don't know definitely, about yeah definitely. Um, so yeah, please do go and watch it and then come back and listen to the rest. But now, <laughs> now. spoiler times. So let's talk about those two post credit scenes and the Stanley cameo. First one, huge, huge connection, right? So the post credit scene was Captain America. It was Bruce Banner. It was Black Widow. They were all staring around the pager, weren't they? That Samuel L. Jackson mm. had yeah, a yeah. paged Captain Marvel for. And it had gone off and they were like, oh, what do we do? What do we do? Uh, and then they turn around and there was Captain Marvel. Marvel was saying, where is Nick Fury? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I just need me endgame now. Gosh. Gonna... I just need me endgame now. I do. <laughs> so what did you think of this one? Yeah, I mean it just it's just tying it into endgame and, and it's yes. just it's just hyping it up. It's making you feel like, oh my god. <laughs> I need this in my life. Please give it to me now. <laughs> they know what they're doing, don't they? They know what they're doing. Ah, damn it. Bastards. <laughs> Not long now, though, I suppose. <laughs> and then the second post-credit scene, <laughs> which was, they always have like the serious one that connects yeah. to the thing and then they have the silly one. And uh, I really like this one. So it was the goose the cat spitting out the tesseract. Mm, coughing it up. Yes, it like a furball. <laughs> yes. It's nice it's to like... think that the tesseract is just a furball. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I just thought this was nice. It was funny. It was yeah. it was a good reference. Um, but how how does the whole Tesseract play into it? This is what I was alluding to earlier, which very hard to yeah, yeah. sort of talk about without spoilers because that's a huge connection, the Tesseract, isn't mm. it? And to kind of see her powers link into the, the Tesseract, which is also known as the Space Stone. So, yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, there's a few... There's one other character that was linked to a stone, at least, right? So it's Vision. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. You have Vision and you have uh, Wanda, so um, yes. Scarlet Witch. So she's another one that's tied to the stone. So obviously they're going to be really important people. Yes, yeah. So it's very interesting, but I don't really... Because obviously the Tesseract, we first saw it in Captain America. So that was in, what, the, the 40s, vaguely? Old around school that. times. Yeah, yep. and then uh, then we next saw it in, like, Thor. Well, the post-credit scene, right. and we saw that Loki had it with the with the Doctor. So how how does it fit in in the nineties? So uh, yeah, it's interesting. So how Stark had it, didn't he? If I remember rightly, after Captain America, and he was working mm. with Agents of Shield to to make it into kind of turn it into a weapon. Right. So how did it then go into Project Pegasus and Marvel's hands? Is is my question. Right. So yeah. <laughs> This so is Captain why I was America, confused. Didn't Captain America have it on the thing when he went down? Yes. So they got it out and they got him out, but then he didn't, they didn't bring him back around until later on. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I, but they I, had the Tesseract. But they had the Tesseract. For some time. Mm. But then the Tesseract, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I need to think about this that. Is, this is why I was questioning it. And then you went, no. <laughs> no, I, don't, I, yeah, I didn't you know didn't what really you were think talking about, about it, did you? But yeah, okay. you, you, now you mentioned it makes sense. Yes. Very confusing. Okay. It doesn't make sense. Stan Lee. Yeah, the, uh, immediately you see it, you know, like usually you get the Captain America and like all the other guys popping yeah. up. So the it was intro. just all Stanley, wasn't it? it was yeah, great. I was like, oh. <laughs> and they said, I think it was thank you, Stan. Yes. I was like, oh, what's thank going you, on? Yeah. Uh, but what did you think of his cameo? So he was uh, someone on the train, wasn't he? Yeah. But it was weird because Captain Marvel just completely smiled at him. <laughs> did you notice yeah, it was that? A bit I was of like, a sort hmm. of fourth wall break, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Really? I'm like, are you, do- are you going to Deadpool? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it was good. I didn't understand the reference. Mm. He was reading something and he was repeating a phrase, but yeah. I can't remember what the phrase was. And I don't know what it's in reference to, so no. someone will have to <laughs> educate and us. And we'll probably listen to nurse chatting, and <laughs> they will tell us. <laughs> yes, so indeed. Okay, fine. so rating. Okay. Let's do this. Yeah. Rating two thumbs up from me. Took a little while to get into it, but I really loved it once it got going. Great origin story, told in a refreshing way. I feel mm-hmm. mainly just because it hasn't been done on repeat. But we'll see. <laughs> great message, even if it was a bit obvious at times, and uh, great characters with complicated circumstances they weren't just very obvious one-dimensional characters which is which is nice to see i think yep great visuals another great success from marvel i would say and i'm just starting to expect it at this point so (laughs) yeah you know those are my feelings what about you (laughs) yeah echo everything you said really really just great film really powerful it's so great to see like a woman leading a superhero film that doesn't have to have a male love interest and And not like a super tiny skirt and not right. super she sexualized. Have to be sexualized. Yeah, and, she's and it's just, just really powerful. all about her and she's a great and role model. Yeah. And not only that, but she seems to be like leading the pack in terms of exactly. all power. the other movies in terms right. of power. So yeah. good stuff. Indeed. Sorry, I kinda of jumped in there, but I was I was I was helping. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like I was emphasizing your points. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so where would you place this in your rankings? Just just a super quick question. I don't know. I don't <laughs> I really know. thought about it. Would this. Be fairly high but it okay. wouldn't I don't know, would it be majorly it would definitely be, be above probably like, like number um, five or something number okay number four or five <laughs> i don't know yeah. i would need to think about that okay 
Okay, well. <laughs> On to the next thing. Yep. Boom. We're joined by special guest Mark Jackson, who plays Isaac on the Orville, who I think now is one of our fan favourites from the Orville, right? I think so. Yeah. I mean, he's had a fantastic arc in season two. Yes. And a fantastic episode where he actually cameoed, which was nice. And I think another one cameoed, another voice actor cameoed, which is great to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the one who does the, the one that did the green uh, blob. Yoffit. Yeah, That's yeah. A, sorry. <laughs> yes, <laughs> his actual blob. name. I mean, that seems <laughs> yeah. fair. Um, We've also seen a two-parter where they actually explore Isaac's home planet. Kalon. Kalon, which is great to see. Which was is a it pan- Kalon? Um, or are they the... the... They're the Kalon people. Yeah. Is it also called Kalon? I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> Kalon Prime? Is it something like that? Yeah. I, I want to say the Prime I'm director. Up. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, an amazing two-parter, which was just fantastic, actually. Yes, thoroughly enjoyed that. And I'm looking forward to seeing where we go from here. So, yes. Yes, definitely better than the whole um, war in the first season of Star Trek, (laughs) gotta say. I think so. (laughs) But yeah, anyway, if you haven't seen season two, um, I think light spoilers, possibly any interview, uh, but he's so much fun and he's British, so that's really great to hear. (laughs) Hooray! Uh, So yeah, really hope you enjoy this interview. (laughs) (laughs) So fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us on the show today. We finally made it. (laughs) Yes, finally. We battled Skype. We did, we did. Just to kick things off, first question. How have things been since the success of the first series? Because you've obviously had like San Diego Comic-Con and I bet there's been some fantastic things. You moved to America. Well, yeah, lots of, lots has been going on in the last yeah. two years for me. Yeah, well, so I moved to America on New Year's Day 2017 to do the show. And uh, obviously that was, you know, it's quite, it's quite an auspicious day to, to travel as well. You know, the start of the year big new life over in America. I mean, it's not like I was uh, string free. You know, I was leaving behind my fiance. I was leaving behind um, all my friends and family. And, you know, so it was uh, it was uh, it was a mixed bag. But I was going to Hollywood. So that's obviously a great thing yeah. um, to work on a, a crazy new show, which I guess you all um, have seen now, which is great. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was a strange experience. Um, but a great one in the end. And uh, yeah, we've been to Comic-Con a couple of times now. And uh, I think we were going to go as a cast to the New York Comic-Con this year, but it didn't quite work out because we ran over filming somewhat. Um, oh, so all dressed up. All dressed up, nowhere Aww. to go. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, we, 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 but the nice thing about Comic-Con is that it's 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 the sort of only opportunity where we get so far to um, to meet our fans face to face, you know, the show's fans. So that is really lovely. You know, we, we do a big poster signing and we get to have chats with people and lots of interviews and stuff. But um, it's uh, it's our it's our only real taste at the moment of um, of the actual audience face to face. Yeah. And I mean, what are fans reactions like? Because obviously you're wearing the suit. <laughs> They're like, is that really you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Specifically to me. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you, you can never prove it. Let's let's face it. Um <laughs> No, people are very, well, they've reacted to Isaac really well. Um, yeah. You know, I keep on saying this, but he's, uh, I think he's like the weirdest character on the show. And I think people <laughs> gravitate towards weird, don't they? Yeah. Um, I mean, I certainly do when I watch um, anything, really, but particularly sci-fi, fantasy. It's those really strange, I mean, I've just, literally just gone to see um, Fantastic Beasts, um, 
And it's such a pleasure to watch because you just sit there and you have all these imagined creatures in front of you, which has always been a huge pleasure for me to to see and to read. And so actually to be one of them now um, is really fun. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's great to play around with that, you know. So, yeah, that was it's really nice to to have people's reactions to Isaac and a lot of people say you know oh, he's my favorite character which I think is really sweet um I don't know if they're just saying it because they're standing in front of me um, <laughs> maybe <laughs> I suspect I do the same yeah um <laughs> but yeah I, I you know and uh obviously as the show goes on you know um it's becoming slightly more apparent that it's me who's playing him and um that was you know there was the whole Brent Spiner thing with the voice which was very funny and uh I don't know if you knew about that on Twitter but um Brent Spiner, who plays Data in Next Generation, kept on being asked on Twitter if he was playing Isaac in the Orville. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and yeah, well, he obviously got so pissed off about it that he <laughs> yeah. he made a tweet saying, no, that is not me. It's this guy, <laughs> oh. <laughs> which brought a lot of Twitter traffic my way. So thanks oh, okay. very much, Brent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you say your favourite scene to film or like the line was from the first series? Like my personal favourite, I really like the Mr. Potato Head scene. <laughs> yes, yes. Nicely humiliating. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was good because that was a nice scene to film because of the reaction to all the other cast. You know, when I when I walked on, <laughs> yeah. like that was quite fun. Of course, pieces of, of it kept on falling off uh, while we were filming. So everyone oh. found that hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I wouldn't even notice, to be honest with you, because, uh, you know, <laughs> you, can't you, don't, you, don't really, you can't, well, you can't feel it, you know, um, you can't feel it when you lose something. Yeah. Um, I can actually see quite well through the helmet. They've, okay. They're very clever with that. Yeah, it's a sort of, um, yeah, I don't know how they've done it. Spent hundreds of thousands of dollars and used some sort of NASA technology to, to, to make it work. But I'm very grateful for it. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so what can you tell us about season two of the Orville? Um, do you think we'll see any more Kalons at all? Because we've only uh, Isaac's kind of the representation at the moment, isn't he? I mean, you might do. I mean, <laughs> no. you might have to uh, <laughs> you might have to tune in to find out. I think we, we certainly learn more about the Kalon, a lot more. In fact, it's pretty epic. So um, there's a whole two parter very much um, about it, okay. um, about about Kalon stuff. Um, I don't want to tell you too much because it just spoils it, doesn't it? You know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, I might get fired. Yeah, so. Fox might have a couple of words. <laughs> yeah, they, I'm sure they can get a bit vicious if they need to be. So I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna step step back and and, and not tell you too much. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's really cool. I mean, I actually, you know, I, I wrote an email to Seth after we wrapped, just saying thank you for giving Isaac so many brilliant things this season. Um, he goes on so many arcs and uh, has so much action and, you know, gets to save a day a lot. You know, so it's 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 really good for Isaac this year. And I think anyone who likes Isaac is going to really like the show even more because of it. Yeah. Oh, that's really nice. And you got some new additions as well this series, haven't you? We do. The awesome um, Jess Zor. It's no secret now that she's involved, but um, she is just so fun to have around. Um, yeah. And we've got we've got lots of cameos from pretty well-known actors as well you know like we did in the first season they were great yeah yeah and it's surprising how how many uh, you know that people are queuing up to sort of be part of it and it's not just to sort of play a human it's to play some strange alien and yeah. you know of, often you can't even tell they're a celebrity or they're an actor you know because they're so covered up in strange makeup but they just love 
they love doing it. Yeah, Rob Lowe was like head to toe in like blue paint, right? <laughs> right. And I reckon most people watched the first episode and had no idea. So when he turned up later on, they were like, oh, okay. I know you from somewhere, yeah. <laughs> right. So um, so that's been really fun. Yeah. It's nice. It's, you know, I mean, the cast, the main cast is pretty much the same. But, um, you know, it's sort of, it's the supporting cast keeps on changing. And yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. I mean, you, you've done a bit of writing before, haven't you? So if you could write an episode for Isaac, what would you love to see him do? Would you, would you get a cat for the bridge? <laughs> uh, the cat, the bridge. Yeah, I still don't think he understands cats, to be honest with you. The whole bonding experience. Um, you know, I'm not sure he quite got it. A cat, I mean, he has difficulty dealing with the intelligence of humans. Humans, yeah. Let alone cats, dogs, canaries, whatever. I think I think pets are probably... <laughs> Probably best not to leave him with one. I mean, he's yeah. he's scarily strong as well. We, we we might end up with something crushed and dead uh, <laughs> by accident, perhaps. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's so many things you can do with Isaac. You know, he's he's he, he's in many ways a blank slate. He's um, he's a bit of a sponge. He goes around around the uh, the Orville world collecting data and um, not just on quantities of things, but also on the nature of relationships and uh friendships and you know the uh the different sort of emotional vortexes that biologicals <laughs> yeah. can end up in and you know i think you know I, there's so much you can do with him i mean i i don't i would never pretend to uh to better what uh, seth and our fantastic team of writers has done for the show um but yeah i'm certainly i do think about things that we can do with isaac um where he can go Maybe let, let's chat about this next year, perhaps. And uh, and uh, I might be able to be a bit more candid. <laughs> uh, fair enough. So how would you describe Isaac's perfect day? <laughs> if he was, you know, ever to go on Tinder <laughs> or anything. <laughs> oh, date. I think it's a day. Oh, yeah. Perfect date. day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Wow. Perfect date. Well, I suppose he quite likes someone who talks a lot because, you know, he if he did all the talking, well, he wouldn't want to do all the talking. He wants to, like gather all the all that data and you know like find all those nuances in a in a person's personality and yeah so he'd like a he'd like a chatty chatty date i reckon um he he doesn't eat so that that'd be awkward i mean it would have to be a uh, i don't know maybe like maybe like a spacewalk or something <laughs> a, a chat a chatty spacewalk yeah okay <laughs> so what's it like being a brit living in america then living in america as a brit in la particularly is exactly like the series episodes if yeah if it's very very similar and the the sort of the, the the way the americans come across to us is, is very similar and baffling sometimes definitely <laughs> after two years though I've, I've kind of acclimatized i think and yeah and and i've sort of i've i've met so many wonderful people um who are just so full of joie de vivre you know they really want to kind of they really want to kind of make shit happen and I, it's so shit. nice to to be around that because you know brits will only commit to something if we are absolutely certain that we can pull it off and yes. that's fine obviously that means generally nobody gets hurt uh nobody gets let down but at the same time i, I think a, a lot less risks are taken here and um it's fun to be around risk takers 
Uh, so do you guys hang out outside of set at all? Yeah, we do. I mean, it depends. If we've had like a 200-hour week, I don't know if that's possible, actually. How many hours have <laughs> been in a week? But, you know, if you've been on set for sort of 15 hours a day, you know, for five days, the last thing you really want to do is <laughs> hang out in a bar yeah. with each other. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but we do, you know, uh, there's, there's an off, often a day when we're like, should we pop round to the hotel next door for a drink? And, and we go out to dinner and... You know, those are really special nights. We really have a good time. And and yeah, you know, and it tends to happen at the beginning of a season because the shit sort of tends to hit the fan towards the end of a season. And <laughs> you hate you know, each other then. <laughs> well, it's not it's not so much that. Um, no, absolutely not. We you know, we all get on very well, yeah. thankfully. Um, it's more that the, the workload just becomes huge. And, um, you know, there's all the stuff that you need to catch up on. You still need to catch up on and it gets add, added to and added to and. It's sort of snowballs. So the earlier on in the in the season, the better. Everyone's a bit more chilled out, you know. Yeah, definitely. So are you watching anything else at the moment? I know you're a fan of like sci-fi as well as the Orville. Yeah, well, so I um I rinsed The Expanse pretty quickly. Uh, okay. Love that. Yeah. Love Discovery. That was great. Um, looking forward to all that coming back. Although I don't know. I think The Expanse is coming back, is it? Yeah. You might know. I think um I think someone else has bought it. Oh, have they? Good. Yes. Good. Yeah. So yes, loved both of those. I'm also re-watching again, like for the fourth time, uh, the entire seasons of Peep Show. I just can't get enough of it. It's so funny. Okay. Um, <laughs> A little bit left field. <laughs> right. And I'm enjoying all the David Attenborough stuff, you know, oh, like, yeah. and we, we finished House of Cards like that, you know, so um, it's funny, really. Yeah, you, you kind of, you kind of go through real, real, um, really different phases now with box sets and things don't you You kind of you'll finish something quite quickly and you've got it in your head um and then you're on to the next thing so so what's next in the pipeline for you so obviously the Orville is coming out well I got married on the on the weekend last weekend well congratulations thank you very much so we're going to be going off for a, a honeymoon at some point in the next couple of months and uh I'm shooting a short film when I get back after that uh which would be nice so I need to make sure I don't get too brown for that because <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, you play in a Brit still. <laughs> yes, the part yeah. does not require me to be tanned, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to be under umbrellas and slapping on the sunscreen. Yeah, so I'm doing that. I've just did a bit of filming uh, this this week, which was nice. Um, so yeah, I'm just sort of I'm mucking around with friends and writing a bit and just seeing where the next few months takes me. Um, so yeah, it's kind of fun, really. I mean, well, you're in London at the moment, so I'm sure you're probably going to watch something while you're here. Oh, yeah, I already have. I've, oh. I've binged. Yeah, it's fantastic. I uh, I went to see uh, Jungle um, at the Playhouse, which was great. I went to see Weird um, Sisters, the Angela Carter play at the Old Vic. Oh, okay. Something Sisters. What's wrong with me? <laughs> anyway, that was very good. Yeah. Um, there's lots I want to see as well. So, yeah. yes. I mean, have you seen <laughs> Hamilton yet, though, is the big, the big one? Well, I saw that on Broadway, <laughs> actually. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yes so that was great and it was um yeah i mean there's nothing else like it it was it was fantastic it's funny actually as a brit and i and i'd like to see i'd like to know actually how it's gone down here but as a brit who doesn't necessarily really know the history um because we don't get taught it in our schools do we no um of hamilton and of that that period in american politics it's it's i think it's a lot harder going for us brits to watch the show because we're really having to pay attention to figure out what the hell's going on where i think um <laughs> You know, uh, the Americans, obviously, it, they've, it's drummed into them all their lives. So I think they can probably relax a bit when they watch it. So I think an, another viewing might be very useful for me, actually. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. 
So, time to announce last episode's competition winner. Yep, and what were they going to be winning, Chris? A bundle, a Black Panther bundle. Oh, God, forever. Forever, forever. <laughs> so that consists of a Chase Pop, Funko Pop, as well as a graphic novel by Timahasi Coates, so issue one, as well as a men's medium t-shirt. Ooh. Ooh, so without further ado, is that the right phrase? Sure. <laughs> Let's announce our winner. So the winner is Rob at Green Robot on Twitter. Yay! Yay! Congra- <laughs> Congratulations. Please do DM us your address where you'd like your bundle sent to. Yes, congrats. And what are we going to give away in this week's episode then, Chris? Right, we've got a Captain Marvel bundle, haven't we? Oh, funny that. <laughs> a little poster, a couple of pops. One of them's a Chase Pop, so Again. that's exciting. Yeah. And uh, another T-shirt. Ooh. So, so check that out on Twitter, because yeah. we got a little picture of what's in it and everything. So how do they go about entering it then, Chris? Following RT, as it goes. Yes, yeah, so you got to follow us on Twitter, and then you got to retweet the tweets. Yeah. And that's all you need to do, really. So yeah, we're going to be announcing the winner in our next episode, as per usual. So please do enter and good luck to everyone who does. Thank you. I really hope you enjoy Captain Marvel. The Hawk Topic Time. Whoop, whoop. So we see you guys on Twitter for our next Hawk Topics, coinciding with International Women's Day and the release of Captain Marvel yesterday. So that's on Friday for when this comes out. Uh, we'd like to know who your favourite women in superhero properties on screen are. Let's kick things off with Get Your Comic Con at Get Your Comic Con, who said, so many to choose from. I'm going to throw it old school and say Yvonne Craig in the 60s Batman. <laughs> so I'm guessing this is, uh, you know, Batman and Robin, you know, with, uh, you know, the original show with Adam West and, right. you know, they're really old school. Kind yeah. of cool. Uh, so I think she plays Batgirl if I, by looking at the GIF. But yeah, I don't know too much about this one. I don't really remember. No, I did watch some of this back in the day. Like, yeah, it, it was like <laughs> reruns on TV kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't remember much about it at all, really. You're going to have to educate us, get your comic on. Yeah, please do. <laughs> yeah. So next up, we've got Seb Reeves at The Real Mr. Seb, who said, I still really enjoy Gal Gadot's performances as Wonder Woman. Yes, so, so good. Small screen-wise, I really like Melissa Benoist as Supergirl and Kiara Rennie's Hawkgirl. Mm. Mm. So film-wise, Gal Gadot. Yeah, for me, I didn't really like her that much in her own film. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> da, da, da. Uh, I felt she was overly sexualized, as yeah. Wonder Woman tends to be. Very naive. A little bit naive, <laughs> yeah. Like, I didn't believe that she was deserving of her powers necessarily. Okay. Um, Because she just seemed to have them. She wasn't, yeah. like, being a powerful person. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if that makes <laughs> right. sense. Okay. But then, let me just qualify that and say, in Justice League, I think she was way better. Yeah. She was a much better character. Where she actually felt like she knew what she was doing, and she was a strong female character. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, maybe maybe I'm wrong, but that's kind of how I felt at the time. <laughs> I felt so. like she was a bit more sort of um, a bit more experienced and a bit yeah. more kind of world wary in a way, if that makes sense. Yeah, which makes sense because of the timelines and everything. Yeah, because she'd already been through losing Steve Trevor and all right. that malarkey. So yes, yes, a bit more grown up. But small screen wise, uh, I think Melissa Benoist is great as Supergirl. Uh, we could have had more Hulk Girl though, because she was just in uh, Legends of Tomorrow for like the first season. Yeah, because they had um, Hulk Girl and Hulk Man only on one season. I feel like uh, the characters are so interesting because they're like from Egyptian times and stuff. Oh, I feel um, like I remember that. Yeah, they had really kind of silly head mm. things. Yeah, I feel like they didn't really do it justice. I thought she was great and, and also oh, the guy who played Hulkman, but they just didn't have enough time to explain them, I think. 
Right. But apparently they might be but apparently they might be in the Black Adam film, mm. which, you know, is Shazam's sort right. of yeah, with the rock. So right, that could right, be right. kind of interesting. So it would yeah. be interesting to see more of them. For sure. But yeah, good picks. So next up we got Crystal at Jaeger Crystal who said, That's a hard question. I'm loving Dove on Titans. Also Polaris in Gifted. I love Farah or Heavy Spallet from Man of Steel. She's tough as hell. And of course, Wonder Woman, Supergirl is also adorable. Yeah. It's great to see so many listed. That's yeah, really yeah. nice, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, yeah, Dove on Titans is really good. Uh, I'm really intrigued to see more of her in the second season. Um, Emma Dumont as Polaris in Gifted is fantastic as well. I think she's great. I met her as well and she's as nice in real life, which is amazing. Uh, Wonder Woman, obviously a great choice, of course. And Supergirl is pretty pretty hardcore not hardcore but you know (laughs) (laughs) what am i trying to say powerful yes sure sure. (laughs) true so some good picks there so next up we got the valkyries at valkyries blog who said carol danvers diana prince x23 storm mystique and batgirl x23 yes definitely yeah very very cool that's one i haven't even hadn't even considered (laughs) really but now i'm thinking about it i'm like wow yeah. yeah, she was kick-ass. She was amazing. Yeah. yeah. I I really do hope we see more of her. It seems unlikely at this it point. It does, doesn't he? Of... With the whole 20th century mm. box being bought by Disney. <laughs> oh, I really do want to... Oh. I feel like we need to watch Logan again, but I don't know whether I could put myself through it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You need to be prepared. Mm. You need to... <laughs> True. <laughs> also, I really like Storm and Mystique. I think they're really great characters. Um, but I don't know how, how it's going to go down with Dark Phoenix. I definitely think Mystique's going to be killed uh, in that. I mean, if you've seen that, you've watched the trailer for that one, right? It's like glaringly obvious, like showcasing Jennifer Lawrence doesn't want to be part of this anymore. <laughs> no, really, I didn't. I don't think I have seen it. I saw that it was out, but I didn't watch it. Oh, okay. Interesting. But yeah, some fantastic picks there. I'm, yeah, I'm kind of optimistic. I think it could be okay. I hope I so. I haven't seen the, the trailer for it, but <laughs> right? I like, I actually didn't mind, um, the last film oh apocalypse, apocalypse. yeah everyone was oh, like was oh okay. i hate it i'm like oh, it's not too bad <laughs> <laughs> it's not too bad wrong, but i don't mind it <laughs> oh. uh, so next up we got geek to me radio at geek to me radio he said have to go with buffy oh yes buffy. Oh, Damn. i love buffy i mean is she technically a superhero yeah, sure. <laughs> who cares <laughs> yeah. uh yeah definitely huge huge part of uh, my childhood there uh as i probably mentioned before on the podcast me and my sister used to watch this and like pretend fight when we were watching it oh it was so good while you're watching it <laughs> yeah probably yep. probably descended into that <laughs> so great pick there Next up, we got Paul Tracy at Paul Tracy eighty five. He said, "My favorite female superhero property is Wyana Earp, Bew Smith Ranch. Brilliant comic adapted for TV by the amazing M Two Thea is the Twitter handle, and brought to life by the spectacular Melanie Scrifano. Sorry if I spelled that wrong. Uh, truly embodying the power of a woman overcoming adversity and personifying a hero for everyone. That's hmm. interesting. I think we tried watching one episode. I don't think we gave it much of a chance. No, I feel like we might have to <laughs> revisit mm. it possibly." Yeah, I don't think I loved that first episode. I think feel like it kind of reminded me of like a supernatural kind of vibe. Yeah, which yeah. is weird because you love that. I love that, but it wasn't quite what <laughs> right. I wanted from it or something. Okay. I don't remember, actually. Yeah, maybe we should revisit that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for jogging our memory, Paul Tracy. 
So next up, we got I Am Jack's regular, regular musings at I Am Jack's musings. He said, big screen, gotta go with Gal Gadot. She's about as close as you can get to a literal Wonder Woman, and I couldn't imagine anyone else now in the role. Good point. Fair play, fair <laughs> yeah. play. I mean, I think she's safe, because you know that the whole recasting news about Ben Affleck yeah, as Batman, yeah. and possibly Henry Cavill as Superman, which... Uh, I really love Henry Cowell as Superman. Yeah, he was great. He was really great. So, But yeah, I don't know who you would replace for Wonder Woman now. I think she, she does. She really looks the part. Yeah, I think after Justice League, you have to just try and keep her, right? I yeah. Mean, if she's up for it. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> uh, next up, he says, small screen, this woman will forever be my icon. Oh, and it's a give of Buffy. Good yeah, old Buffy. Play, great pick. Great pick. Next up, we got X Geeks at X Geeks. He said the one and only from Ben. Uh, and it's a gift of Harley Quinn. Oh, Ooh. but um, can I just point out animated series, original Harley Quinn? Okay. So that kind of makes a difference. No, no offense. If you know what I'm alluding to. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, which Earth 9 at Earth 9 DC also said, damn, how could I forget Harley? Mm. Nick Thompson at Nick T211, who said it has to be Queen Peg from Agent Carter. Oh, she was great, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah. We didn't watch enough of that, did we, really? No, we do need to go back and watch more, I think. I feel like we're constantly like watching the new stuff and then we get lo- left behind on certain <laughs> yeah. things, so yeah yeah no she's great um what's the famous quote she says oh something about i know my value anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter i think that's Mm. really nice so yeah great choice definitely really good choice next up we got earth nine at earth nine dc who said black widow is how to own throughout the marvel movies and can we class catwoman as a hero yeah she kind of Mm. i would say swings both ways but that's (laughs) Not sort of anti-hero yeah, stuff. Which yeah. I think are the more interesting characters, yeah, if I'm being a honest. Bit more depth, yeah. A little bit more interesting, sure. Because both Michelle Pfeiffer and Anne Hathaway were amazing. I could go on. <laughs> nice. Um also went on to say it's impossible to pick a favourite between Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel. Both incredible in their own right, and both actresses bring in something special with their interpretations. I think Katie Lotz has done wonders across the DC shows too. Mm. Ah, very good pick there, actually. Yeah, originally I actually put just a picture of Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel because I think they're the two most obvious film ones. But obviously, you know, it doesn't just have to be those. You don't have to pick between these two guys. We live in a world where you can, you know, we're... we're... Champion everyone, (laughs) you know? Well, no, we're lucky enough to have both iterations on screen, you know? Yeah, maybe. Do I understand? I'm not sure I do. (laughs) But yeah, amazing picks. I love Katie Lotz. I think she's great. I I know you're not a huge fan of the CW, but I really, I think she's great. Um, She's currently in Legends of Tomorrow. Do you you know which one I'm talking about? Mm. (laughs) Blonde haired lady who was... I think uh, I know. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's really great. Uh, It looks like she... Wasn't she she on stage with the thing? thing? (laughs) Arrow? Arrow. Um, What's his name? Stephen Amell? Yeah. Oh, no, she did her own dancing. Yeah, she does break she dancing does, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, she's great. I think she's really I good. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, we got 20th Century Geek underscore pod at 20th Century Geek who said, Brie was great, but Gal Gadot embodies so much positivity with Wonder Woman. She's become such a role model. I see her in the same way I saw Chris's Reeve Superman when I was a kid. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, he's one of the more iconic yeah, Superman, definitely. I'm sure. Yeah. So yes, I can see that. Mm. 
Yeah, I mean, as as someone else, I can't remember who, I'm sorry, previously said I can't imagine not seeing her as a Wonder Woman. So yeah. definitely, definitely know where you're coming from. And I think, same with Captain Marvel, uh, there's been quite a few kids that have dressed up as them uh, mm. and they've met them. And I think it's it's great to see that. I think it's really nice. Yeah, I, I do I do really like her as Wonder Woman. I just think maybe just adjust it a little bit, maybe. <laughs> That's just my maybe thoughts. Maybe just the skirt a little bit. Yeah. Next up, we got Nurse Chatting at Nurse Chatting who said, Ooh, so hard. I like that Captain Marvel can take or leave what people think of her and she has limitless powers. I like that Wonder Woman is basically a demigod. However, I think they all have some way to go before eclipsing Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow for now. Mm. Hmm. Which is interesting because Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow isn't even powered, right? She's just a like super spy, which is great to see. Yeah, she hasn't even had her own show yet, you know? Exactly. I mean, we've got one coming in the pipeline, but okay. yeah, I think, I think she, yeah, Scarlett Johansson's definitely up there. Yes. She's been there at the start anyway, hasn't she? Yeah. So she's quite a core sort of... Core character. Yes. So great pick there, nurse chatting guys. So next up, we've got Sophie Whitworth at Sophie130487, who said there is only one and has put... <laughs> I like this. Uh, so it's a picture of Gal Gadot and it says, I've never seen a woman this badass on screen before. Then underneath, a picture of Buffy <laughs> and it says, huh? Question mark? <laughs> yes. I like your style. Great point. <laughs> uh, next up, we got Tonic Mole at the Tonic Mole, who said Wonder Woman and Black Widow. Both very faithful to the source material and do a great job of bringing the characters to the big screen. Both mm. very popular picks by the looks of it. So Popular picks. Popular picks. So good choices there. Next up we got Basri De King at Basri De King who said X23. Oh, another mm. one. Oh, that's good to see. And lastly, we got, got a coffee at Corey McRae who said, Hard to say as I have not seen Captain Marvel, but as a DC boy, the Wonder Woman is the best I have seen recently. Black Widow has been great all along though. Okay, so I think looking at the Twitter comments, uh, so we've got, I think, Buffy, we've got Wonder Woman, we've got Captain Marvel and Black Widow, I think, (laughs) are the champions. So Chris, I think for me, after seeing this film, Captain Marvel is going to pip them with the post. (laughs) I don't know what that means. (laughs) Yeah. But um, I just like how she she's already very powerful person. She's like in the Air Force or whatever. Yeah. And then all the things happen and she's just she's growing and she looks really cool. But she looks she looks like a normal person. She doesn't look overly attractive or anything. She's attractive. (laughs) But she's not. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Like she hasn't digging a over, hole. Yeah, digging a hole. <laughs> yeah. She's not overly sexualized or anything. Okay. She has a nice suit, but it's anyway. I think <laughs> maybe we should start this part again. Yeah, and she's just become so powerful. Like she's she's practically a Superman equivalent now. I think. Yeah. So for me. It's probably her. I do think Wonder Woman is good now since (laughs) Justice League. Okay. And yeah, I've enjoyed Black Widow all along. So what about you? Okay, yeah. So big screen. So big screen wise, I think Wonder Woman in the No Man's Land scene was fantastic. But I don't think you can top um, the scene in Avengers Infinity War where, you know, the the battle in Wakanda when you had Scarlet Witch going toe to toe with, I can't remember the other, the bad lady's name. The bad lady. You know what I mean? Uh, And then she's like, you're on your 
her own sort of thing. And then and then Black Widow comes along and she helps her and, and also Okoye uh, and those three take her down. And I just think that's a really great moment. So I think those three are really, really great characters in the Marvel universe. As yes. well as obviously Carol Danvers now, who is possibly the MVP. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's fair. Uh, TV wise, I think Nico Minori in Runaways is pretty powerful. Like there's some like connection with Doctor Strange there, which is really cool. Hmm. Uh, she had this great arc in season two and she's like super powerful now, which is great. Um, Emma Dumont in uh, Polaris in The Gifted, as someone else mentioned, is just fantastic. Um, obviously, she's uh, Magneto's daughter. So, you know, powers are very high there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also with someone else there, Katie Lotz in Legends of Tomorrow and Arrow is just phenomenal. So some really really great ones also of notable mention Buffy of course um, and yeah X-23 was fantastic and I really do hope we see more of her she was like the actress was quite young but yeah. she was fantastic very cool very powerful yes yeah so thank you everyone <laughs> for getting involved uh, really enjoyed that one actually a lot of great women characters in comic book yes properties. and I'm sorry if I offended anyone <laughs> with my views <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you very much for getting involved. So thank you so much for listening, guys. Really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to get in touch with us or if you'd like to take part in any future Hulk topics, how do they go about doing that then, Chris? Right, well, we're most active on Twitter at We Have a Hulk Pod. You can also see lots of Nicola's exciting readings. Writings? Readings? <laughs> Readings and writings. At uh, uk. We're also on Facebook and Instagram at We Have a Hulk Pod. And we're on YouTube forward slash We Have a Hulk. Wow. That was pretty oh, impressive, hey. Chris. Thank you, thank yeah. You. So, yeah, for the next episode, we're not entirely sure. So, it might be a kind of surprise, surprise. thing. Uh, but there's a couple of things. So, there's us, the new Jordan Peele horror. Mm. Um, he did get out uh, we've also got uh, the start of American Gods season 2 yes. um, and also I think Hannah on Amazon Prime we have some screeners for but I'm not sure when we're allowed to start talking about them okay okay so possibly one of those but if you want us to review anything please do let us know send us some screeners yeah you know? <laughs> true uh, so yeah um, once again really hope you do go and enter the competition the Captain Marvel one we've even got a Chase Funko Pop in there it's which very is exciting pretty exciting we, we didn't even order a Chase and it just kind of appeared we, got, we randomly it? got a Chase so it could <laughs> yeah. be yours guys indeed yeah so all you need to do go, is to go to our Twitter page and just make sure you follow us and retweet the tweet and congratulations to our Black Panther winner once again <laughs> yay congratulations indeed you so, have succeeded yeah once again thank you so much for listening really hope you enjoyed this episode if you're new please do go and check out our previous interviews i'm sure there's one that you'll find that you'll enjoy and if you're returning so i am jack's regular mega musings ken major nurse chatting jack and the geekstock we love you guys thank you very much <laughs> indeed so once again thank you very much for listening and hope to see you next time Bye. bye